I am feeling good that the sports card market is on its way back up. Feeling so good that I just put my money where my mouth is in a big way. My name is Jeff Wilson. By day, I invest in tech companies. And at night, I invest in sports cards. Join me on my journey to profit from the hobby we all love. Sports card investors, and welcome to another episode. I am feeling exhilarated today because I just bought some big cards online. I cannot wait to show them to you. And I'll tell you what else I'm excited about. Check this out. Guys, these are all of the sealed boxes that I am opening up for my members and giving away all of these cards for free. I've got things like Contenders Hobby and Prism and Prism Football Mega Boxes. These are all being opened for my members in my membership program next Wednesday night during my monthly live stream with my members. And I open these boxes and I send all the cards out for free to random members who are there part of the live stream. If you, if you would like to know how to be part of the membership program, you still have time to participate in this live stream as long as you sign up for the membership program by next Wednesday afternoon. Go to my website, sportscardinvestor.com and click the membership link for more details. Okay, so during my last episode, I told you that I thought the sports card market was on the rebound. After a few weeks of the market losing value week after week after week, we hit a plateau point, and then we started to see the market go back up slightly. And if you saw my last episode, you saw that I showed you quite a bit of data looking at the five most popular players today and how their card prices have all followed this exact same pattern. So when I tell you things on this show, cards that I'm excited about, trends that I see happening in the hobby, guys, I'm taking this same advice. I'm doing this too. Like I am in this like you are to find good investments, to buy cards, to make money online. So when I do an episode and I say, hey, I think the card market is flattened out and it's about to go back up. I'm telling you what I'm seeing and I'm behaving in that way. I am looking at this and I'm saying like, okay, it's time to start buying again. So I started buying again. And I spent a lot of time on eBay specifically over the last 48 hours looking around for deals and and certain cards that I was targeting and really wanted to buy. I'm gonna show a few of them to you today. Now, let me be clear. I am gonna show you some expensive cards that I purchased. I put a lot of money into the sports card market over the last 48 hours. And look, I understand that not everybody is in the position to do this type of thing. And certainly right now with, you know, there are people who have already lost jobs. There are people who are concerned about job security. I get that. And, you know, I, I, I want to make sure the message is clear to do what is right for you and your family and your financial situation first and foremost. I am optimistic that the card market is on its way back up and I am optimistic that these cards that I just bought are gonna be worth more money in two months, three months, four months, six months, a year, three years, five years than they are based on what I just paid for them. However, I don't know that for sure and it's a risk. And you know, there's the possibility that you know this, this thing will go back down again. Uh, So I don't know, it's a risk, uh, but I feel optimistic about it. I feel good about it. My data is giving me indicators that say now is the time to buy. So that's exactly what I did. So let let me take you through what I saw 
what I decided to buy, how I negotiated, and where I ended up with these various cards. So first of all, one of the guys who I really wanted to get some cards of was Giannis. I already own a handful of Giannis's uh, 2013 Prism Silvers, or not Silvers rather, his, his 2013 Prism Base in PSA 10. Um, I, already, I already own a handful of those, um, but I wanted to get a little bit heavier in Giannis. And frankly, the way that his cards had gone up over the course of the whole season, I honestly was kicking myself a little bit for not buying more of his cards early in the season. So now that I have watched his cards decline 30 to 40% over the course of the last three weeks, it felt to me like a pretty good time to get in on Giannis. And so I have been looking for opportunities the last few days. Now that I feel like the market has flattened and that we're starting to go back up, I've been looking for opportunities specifically to, to find Giannis cards. And this graph here that you see on this on your screen, this is Giannis's Prism Basketball 2013 Base PSA 10. So that card that I own several of, this is what the last 90 days have looked like in this card. And you can see, uh, you know, we had just like all of the players that I showed you in my video a couple of days ago, we had a peak of this card, which happened in early March. And then we have seen a significant decline of this particular card. We've seen a little bit of a flattening out and a little bit of an increase in recent days. And that's what indicated to me like, hey, I, I think it's time to buy. But here's the thing. I already own some of this 2013 base PSA 10. And I had my eye on something bigger. And if you look at the pop report for Giannis, you can see his, this is right here, this card 290. This is his base PSA 10. There are 1,995 of those out of a total population of 2,510. So it's still a pretty small population overall. It's a lower population than LeBron James uh, rookies. If you look at the, his tops or his tops chrome, this is a lower overall population than those. Uh, but there's a very high percentage of PSA 10s. Um, so it's it's still a card that I like a lot. And if you're trying to get into Giannis, the base is a card that I would definitely look at targeting. But I wanted to go a little more. And what really had my eye was the prism. The prism prism. So a little history lesson. The first two years that prism came out, I think it was 2012 and 2013, they used to call it Prism Prism instead of Prism Silver. So essentially what is known today as Prism Silver and what has been known the last few years as Prism Silver in the first couple of releases of Prism was known as Prism Prisms. So it was a Prism Prisms card. Um, and again, today we call it silver, but it's same type of thing. But back then it was extremely rare. Like so much ridiculously more rare than it is today. And you can see it on the pop report because look down here to the actual prism variation, that silver variation. There's only 121 that have ever been graded. There's 71 PSA 10s in existence. There's only 71 PSA 10s in existence, only 121 ever graded. So many less than this, you know, 2,510 of the cards that I owned, which is his base prism. Now, of course, you're going to pay for this. This card rarely shows up on eBay. In fact, there is no sales history of this card in a PSA 10 in the last 90 days before I bought one yesterday. 
because this card is just, there's only 71 of them in existence. And a lot of the people who have this card are holding on to this card because many would consider this to be the pinnacle rookie card for him. Now you could argue, well, his, his national treasures might be his pinnacle rookie card or maybe one of these load numbered parallels like a gold prism might be one of his pair. Yeah, true. Those are, those are going to be more expensive and more rare. But if you, if you fast forward to today where the prism silver has become such an iconic card, it is the, it is the card that investors and collectors like to chase when it comes to players like Zion and when it comes to players like Luca. So I love the idea of the history of that. And I love the idea of having that particular card for Giannis, especially when I know that there's only 71 PSA 10s of those in existence. So I went on eBay and I found this listing, $17,500 asking price for this exact card that I'm chasing, this PSA 10 of Giannis, this silver, or as you can see on the, you know, on the label there, it's called a prism card. Um, you know, it's that silver variation type card. I really wanted to get this card, but the question is, what was a fair asking price? Is that a fair asking price? What should I offer? Because there is no price history in the last 90 days of this card ever being sold. So I'm gonna give you a little lesson of how I approach the pricing on this and how I often approach the pricing of cards that I'm, you know, that I uh, don't have a price history. So it's harder to know what the price is. So, so what I will do is I will look at other data points and I will draw comparisons and then I will project it forward to this particular card. I was able to find that just recently, just in, just about a week ago, this Prism Prisms sold in a PSA 9 for $6,976. It was the only sale in the last 90 days of this card in PSA 9 or PSA 10. Um, a PSA 9 sold just a week ago for $6,976. So I said, okay, I could use that as a data point. I could use that as a data point, And if that was the price of that card, I could extrapolate what that card would look like as a PSA 10. And so I, what I decided to do to figure out a multiple to go from a PSA 9 to a PSA 10 was to go back to his base card and look at the price difference between his base PSA 9 and his base PSA 10 in a ratio. So I went back to that same day and time, March the 24th, that that... Um, the same day and time that the PSA 9 had sold, I looked at what his base cards had sold, his 9 and his 10. And that day, his PSA 9 base card was selling for $679, as you can see on the screen. And his PSA 10 base card was selling for $1,446. That means I did the math, I brought up my calculator. That means that the 10 is selling for 2.13 times more than the 9. That's actually less than how it had been before. Because if you look at this graph, you can see that the nines actually have remained flat in price while the tens have been on this crazy run up and then have come back down quite a bit. Now, of course, there's a lot less nines being sold. So that's part of the reason. Um, but you know, the nines have not been affected as much as the tens with this whole, with these price swings in either direction. So I said, okay, well, let me go back a few weeks ago and let me see what the multiple would have been back then. If I look at, at if I go back to March the 5th and I look at the difference between the PSA 9 and the PSA 10, it's a 2.64 multiple. So I said, okay, so last week it was a 2.13 multiple. 
the 10 over the nine. A couple of weeks ago was a 2.64 multiple, the 10 over the nine. Let me average those two together. The average of those two is 2.385. So I said, I'm going to assume a 2.385 multiple is reasonable for this Giannis card going from a nine to a 10. Also, that nine sold on March the 24th. Well, since March the 24th, the market on Giannis cards has gone up about 10%. And you can see this again on the graph. If I look at March 24th, his base was around $1,446. If I go back a couple of days ago, it had gotten as high as $1,565. So somewhere between five and 10%, you could probably assume that the market had has shifted up in the course of the last week based upon what we're seeing on the on the base card. So going back to this one sale of the PSA 9, what I did was I said, okay, I'm going to take that sale, which was $6,976. And I'm then going to multiply it by that multiple of a 9 to a 10, which was 2.385. And that tells me that the 10 on that date should have been worth $16,637. Then you could reasonably add five or 10% on top of that since the market has gone up five to 10% on Giannis cards in the last week. So that would put that card somewhere between, you know, 17,000 and change and 18,000 and change. So when I did the math that way and I went back and looked at this listing, I actually said 17,500 is a reasonable asking price. I felt like actually buying the card at that price that was reasonable. That was within the range of reasonable of what that card should be worth right now, fair market value, all things considered. But of course, it's always a good idea to make a lower offer. It's always a good idea to negotiate whenever you have the opportunity to do that on eBay. So I put it an offer of $15,000 and the seller responded with an offer of, um, I think 16 or 16.5. I can't remember if we went back and forth uh, a couple times or not. But the net result was I ended up buying the card for $16,000. My offer was accepted for $16,000. I'm very happy with this purchase. I think I got a good price. I think I got a price that maybe is even slightly less than it would have commanded had it gone into an auction. Um, But regardless, I'm not in it to flip it in a week or a month. So, you know, whether I paid slightly over or slightly under fair market value if this thing were to go into an auction tomorrow, Um, I think that I'm not as concerned about that. I'm concerned about the fact that there's only 73 of these in existence and I now own one. And I now own one of the premier rookie cards of a player who I think is going to go on and have an incredible career. Not only does he have a really good shot of getting to the NBA Finals this year, assuming the season resumes for the Bucs, and next year he'll be back with the Bucs and has a straight path to the NBA Finals as well. But then after that, he's a free agent. Who knows what he'll do? He may go form a super team somewhere. If that happens, that will only further drive his value. So there's a lot to like about Giannis. This to me is probably a five to 10 year hold. And to be honest, I think that if you were to watch this video back, let's say five to seven years from now, I think there's a good chance this card is worth $100,000. So a card that I just bought for 16,000, if Giannis goes on and starts winning multiple rings, uh, I think that this card could be worth $100,000. Now, there's a lot of ifs as part of that. It's also possible that Giannis could blow out a knee. It's also possible that he can never get over the hump and the Bucks never go anywhere. And it's also possible that he can go 15 years and never win a single ring. 
all of these things are possible, right? And that's why sports card invest investing, especially when you're investing in a current player, sports card investing is a risk. But for me, it was a $16,000 risk worth taking because I have a really good feeling about where his career is going to go. And I have a really good feeling that this card is going to be worth several times what I paid for it in the upcoming years. All right, so I wasn't done there with my Giannis purchases. I had a really good conversation with one of my Discord members, uh, TMN Cott, TMN Cott, C-O-T-T. Um, he is one of my moderators on my Discord server. Great guy, his name is Tyler. And he, um, he actually opened my eyes to some other variations of Giannis cards that I really hadn't paid much attention to. Um, and specifically, he was telling me that he really, let me get the card up here. Um, he really liked these uh, red hot cards. Um, he uh, he thought that these cards were, you know, uh, first of all, serial numbered cards. This one is serial numbered only to 49. It's out of select from 2013. So it's a, it's a rookie card of Giannis out of select, serial number to 49, very attractive card. Um, and in his opinion, an undervalued card. So we were, I was looking at these with, he, with him and he made a very convincing argument. And I said, you know what? I like this card. I like the fact that I could get a serial number to 49 Giannis card in 9.5 condition. Um, and so I went in with an offer on this card. Uh, it was listed at $25.99, negotiated with a seller and ended up getting the card with an accepted offer for $2,000. Um, another card that he pointed out to me um, that I had seen before, but hadn't didn't own any of was these were these stained glass cards. And these stained glass cards uh, from 2013 Panini Innovation, um, they're really cool, unique cards. And this is the gold variation in PSA 10. The gold variations were, were very rare. Um, and the, uh, and to get one in PSA 10 is extremely rare. So there's only a population four of this particular card. There's only four of these cards in PSA 10 in existence right now in the entire world. So this was another card and he was making the case to me like, hey, this is, this is actually, you know, a, a, could, could be a pretty good value card to get into simply because of the rarity. And it's another Giannis rookie card that's a very attractive card that not a lot of people have been paying attention to. So I, I, I liked it as well. I negotiated back and forth with a seller and um, I got this one for, let's see, $16.50. So the seller's asking price was $17.99. I got it for $16.50. So very, very happy with my Giannis purchases. Feel great about them, but I wasn't done. There was another player who I wanted to go after um, and his name is LeBron. And you guys know that LeBron is obviously, you know, incredible player, but I, I particularly like LeBron right now as well, because LeBron is, has the opportunity, has a very good opportunity to win a ring in LA. And honestly, if the finals this year are LeBron versus Giannis, which is what the Vegas odds say they are going to be, those are the odds on favorites. If I'm holding a LeBron card and I'm holding a Giannis card, I'm feeling pretty darn good about these two investments. So LeBron was the other guy I wanted to get. And I had I, I had my eye, I actually own one already of his uh, Topps Chrome basketball cards, but I had my eye on getting more. And um, I actually hadn't been watching the graph of his cards too closely, but another one of my Discord members, uh, T-Boltz9, T-B-O-L-T-Z9, also named Tyler, these Tyler guys, these Tyler guys are smart dudes when it comes to sports cards. I'm telling you, if you have got a friend named Tyler, 
They know what they're talking about when it comes to sports cards. Tyler said, hey, have you seen that the LeBron Chromes have dropped below five grand and they're consistently hanging out below five grand? And I said, honestly, I hadn't been watching the day-to-day -day movements of the Chromes very closely, even though I have no excuse not to because my Market Movers data tool makes it super easy to watch the price movements of cards, but I had been focused on other players like Giannis. And he said, yeah, he said, go look, go look at LeBron's chart. So I called up LeBron's chart in my Market Movers data tool. And I saw, wow, his Chromes have really come down. They were at a high of $7,500 in early March. They are all the way down now to 4,800. They're hovering, they you know went back up to 5,500 one day, but this past week they've been under $5,000 three or four days this past week. So I said, okay, if you can pick up a LeBron Chrome for under 5K, that's a pretty good thing. So last night I started watching some auctions. One auction went at 48.50. I actually put a bid in on the auction, but I, I lost it at the last minute. And I was disappointed that I had lost that auction because I really wanted to get a LeBron for under 5K. And so then I quickly looked over the buy it nows and there was this buy it now for $4,925. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna snatch this one up because I don't think that these cards are gonna be under $5,000 for much longer. So it is time to grab a LeBron Chrome while it is under $5,000 because I think as the sports card market starts to come back, in upcoming weeks. And I think as the NBA season eventually resumes and hopefully we've got a playoffs, this card's gonna go back up, in my opinion, to where it was uh, a month ago when it was close to $8,000. So, uh, and if he wins a title in LA, the sky's the limit from there. So I thought this was a great opportunity to get in on this card. Very happy that I was able to get this LeBron for under 5K. So that was the purchasing <laughs> that I did. Definitely put some miles on my credit card the last couple of days, but I'm very, very happy and pleased that I did and have certainly added a couple of more, a few more really, really great cards to my collection. If you love talking about this kind of stuff and you wanna talk with me about it more, join my membership program, join my live stream. As I mentioned, these boxes, these boxes, I'm giving them all away next Wednesday night and I'm doing a live chat with my members. I'd love to have you as part of it. I've got a great smart membership community where people like these two Tylers give great advice on sports cards and it's all it's it's you know not just me giving advice, it's all the members who are smart and savvy giving advice to each other. Check it out. Go to my website sportscardinvestor.com and click on the membership link in the main menu bar. Again, sportscardinvestor.com, click on the membership link in the main menu bar. Thank you so much, everybody. Hope you and your family are safe and sound. Stay at home, do your part. Let's get sports back on TV soon. We need everyone to stay at home to make that happen. Thanks, y'all. See you in a few days for my next episode.